The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today we're going to talk about the status of digital fraud. Joining us is Curtis Boyd, who is the founder of Objection.co, which is a team of software developers and reputation technologists that build technology to identify fake reviews for businesses and consumers using artificial intelligence. So far this week, Curtis and I have talked about the truth behind fake reviews, whether they work, they do, and whether you should do them, you shouldn't. And yesterday we talked about reputation hacker secrets and what the people who are manufacturing fake reviews can do to hurt or help your business. Today we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about the status of digital fraud in America in 2021. All right, here's the third part of my conversation with Curtis Boyd, founder of Objection.co. Curtis, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Hey, thank you, Ben. Excited to have you back on the show and wrap up our conversation. We talked a lot about reviews, about reputation, about how there's these farms of synthetic content that are creating reviews, publishing them. Sometimes they're good. Maybe you could buy bad reviews or maybe those companies are just hitting you with the bad reviews and you got to pay to get them to go away or you have to do work to get one of the platforms to remove them. All of this seems like it's an evolving medium. Talk to me about what digital fraud looks like in 2021. What has changed recently and what do you think is on the horizon? Recently, there's been some leaks that happened at Amazon. This data security company found a folder with 200,000 fake profiles that showed payments for their Amazon reviews. And Amazon did another cleanup. Facebook cleaned up 16,000 groups that exchanged fake reviews, 16,000 Facebook groups that exchanged fake reviews. Google, last year alone, they cleaned up 55 million fake reviews. They're definitely becoming more aware and they're doing more about it. But in my opinion, people are spending even more to get bad reviews. It's a multi-billion dollar market on Google alone, fake reviews are. So it's going to be a cat and mouse game until I think we do a better job authenticating people and being able to identify who they are and what their relationship is to the business. Because right now, even amateur level astroturfers, and astroturfer is someone who sells fake reviews, they can go on, change their IP address, and do some spoofing in the back end, and they can evade detection on every single site. There's no site that can't stop someone who knows how to change some of the proxy settings in the back, and they're getting away with it all day, every day. So 
I think right now consumers need to be cautious about reviews. They need to be real wary on trusting these reviews at face value. What I'm hearing from you is, A, this is a gigantic industry, billion-dollar industry, Google alone, Amazon, all the content reviews. We're talking billions of dollars potentially in fake reviews. This seems to have the platform's attention. Now, when Google, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Hulu, whoever it is, are starting to pay attention to these reviews, 55,000 accounts or 55 million reviews taken down from Google sounds like a really big number. Is this scratching the surface or is this just so Google can say, look at this huge number of reviews we took down? In my opinion, it does scratch the surface, but it's just the tip of the iceberg. And that's my opinion. I think most of the fake reviews in existence weren't removed and they're still up there today. They're still existing on these listings. They're just hanging out and they're not doing anything about them. Content moderation is very expensive and it's very pricey. And a lot of these tech sites aren't incentivized to do anything about content moderation because it impacts their advertisers. So it's kind of a catch-22 until I feel like government steps in or we figure out a technology to authenticate people a bit better. So talk to me about what marketers need to think about when it comes to, obviously, the decision of buying reviews, manufacturing them as opposed to making them. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. How is this medium changing? What are some of the technologies that are changing or being developed? You know, in my opinion, the best referral is still word of mouth. The best type of referrals are word of mouth referrals coming from people who were inspired to share their company to their friends and family. Word of mouth dropped during COVID because we talked to each other less and we weren't going outside as much. But I feel like we're talking to each other more. People are coming out of their shells and online reviews are still important, but word of mouth is coming back. In order to inspire people, you need to provide a five-star experience worth talking about. You need to really go above and beyond what it is that you're doing and selling. 
you know, I think that businesses who figure out the customer experience part of their business and really nail it are the ones that are not only going to be generating more reviews online. We're not talking a few here and there. We're talking hundreds or thousands of reviews. They're going to be getting the most word of mouth referrals. They're going to be surviving much longer than people who have to create these experiences that never happened only to have customers come through the door and experience something different than what they read about online and say, what the heck's going on here? Like, this can't be right, right? Because when people read reviews that aren't real, they get these expectations in their head. I expect what I just read. Businesses who buy fake reviews usually can't provide that experience. That's why they can't get that review. There's a lot of research that's being done to show that businesses who purchase fake reviews are providing a lot worse outcomes for their customers than businesses who earned their reputation, who actually provided that experience and then got talked about. So there's a lot to be said in feedback and in an online reputation. I think the businesses that work on customer experience, while marketing is important, they're going to cut through all that. You know, I think that from a marketing perspective, the answer here is reviews are important, that they're going to continue to be important. That's why people are buying them. And if you want to do it the right way, what you need to focus on is not how to buy reviews, but how to manufacture reviews. And I don't mean doing something shady. I'll give you an example of how we got 20 reviews for the MarTech podcast in the last week. We reached out to all of our previous guests. I wrote one email that said something to the extent of, hey, favorite guest of all time, just wanted to touch bases. It's been a while since your content was published on this month and this year. You've now been downloaded this many times. One of the reasons why your download figures is so high is because we're able to syndicate the show through Apple iTunes. And Apple iTunes looks at reviews and they look at new subscribers. We'd love your help getting the review number up, which will not only show us that you're supporting the show, but also help drive incremental downloads. Would you mind leaving a review talking about your experience as our guest? Here's the link and here's some instructions on how to do it. We emailed 250 people and 10, 20% of them wrote the reviews. So we're looking at 20 to 40 reviews that came in over a couple of weeks. That's manufacturing reviews. As opposed to I could go and buy 20 reviews, I might end up losing my whole business. Like I might end up not having a podcast and then have to go work for somebody else. So I think that there's a, you know, a decision to be made here of whether you want to cut corners, whether you want to go buy reviews, or whether you want to spend some time writing your email templates and reaching out to the people in an appropriate way, showing that you're providing value for them or that you care about the relationship and asking them to return the favor. Absolutely. A-B testing is very real when it comes to feedback optimization. I think it's a thing these days where essentially you're looking at the email subject line. You're looking at the copy inside of the message to see what is going to get a better click-through rate. Looking at the landing page where you're trying to explain why reviews are valuable and then getting the person to the review site, there's the thing called gating and then not gating. Gating is where you ask them the one through five-star question. Four and five-star goes to the review site. One, two, and three-star goes to a form. Sites like Yelp are getting really pissed off about that. Same with TripAdvisor. They'll actually show consumer alerts if you engage in those practices. But all of this, all of these little things, evaluating drop-off rate, you got to be A-B testing all the stuff to, so that you can optimize the amount of feedback you get because feedback online is very, very important. Whether it's a video testimonial from someone raving about your company to just a quick little message on Google or Yelp about how great your business was. I like to tell people to stop marketing and be remarkable, 
like marketing is super important automation all these little things that's great marketing right there stop marketing and be remarkable right it's the truth in the sense that if you worry more about being remarkable and providing a remarkable service your marketing will come it takes time to figure out processes and automation but the automation is just the tool the tool can only work after you provide the remarkable experience so I always like to encourage people to be remarkable and to provide remarkable experiences if they want more feedback. I think that's great advice. I think it's the perfect way for us to wrap up this conversation. Stop marketing. Don't actually stop marketing, but be remarkable. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Curtis Boyd, the founder of Objection.co, for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Curtis, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Databoyd, D-A-T-A-B-O-Y-D. Or you can visit his company's website, which is Objection.co. That's C-O, not .com. Curtis also has a consumer site where you can look up whether the reviews are real or fake for some of the businesses that you're thinking about. It's called askfortransparency.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.